Blog Talk Radio. My mother warned me that some shit didn't make my right hand I trust her only, my heart and that elder white man His name is Clancy, I fancy him, gotta give him props He has the reason why dealerships even let me cop So now I'm speeding and trying to drop away from the fact That she was right, so I triple left, trying to double back The streets are filled with some clues like how I ain't noticed that That they up, some familiar stuck in the cul-de-sac I pull up, get out, what up, I wanna help But what you want for some solutions, and they don't want for themselves Now do I stay, do I go, that's my dilemma And traffic is picking up if I don't leave, I'ma get stuck So I see off, we talk barely And it seems awkward And I heard through some words that you off it I got too much drop, don't wanna steer off path And crash and get distracted But I listen to that weatherman Cause it might rain My windshield wipers prepared Cause y'all don't Y'all doing well Pretty stretchy here in Cincinnati, Ohio I hope that that's wherever you are at But anyway, let's just party start, shall we? Uh, my name is Scott Burst I'm the creator of a sports ball called The Clown Times and uh, this is my podcast uh, comp- like a component called The Clown Hour. It's the Clowns with K-Bag, where you can find me on the web at www.theclowntime.net. And you can find me on the web on Facebook. Just go to the search window in the upper left-hand corner and type in The Clown Times. Get a spell Clown with K. You can find me there as well. Um, I'm kind of uh, <laughs> wrapped up in the Tyler D. Creative bit right here. Um, great artist. Please cop the album if you can. I already have. But anyway, we go, lots of stuff going on in World College Football. We all know about these final college playoff rankings, uh, college football playoff rankings. I got thoughts on that. It was this crazy, crazy coaching carousel going on college football. You know, Jimbo, Jimbo Fisher going to A&M. Willie Taggart, my man, leaving Oregon after one year to go to Florida State, his quote-unquote dream job as well as other people, you know, folks getting hired at uh, Arkansas, uh, Chad Morris, former of, F- of SMU going to Arkansas, and a host of other new stuff. So we'll cover that as well as uh, the aftermath of Monday Night Raw, I mean Monday Night Football, like between <laughs> my beloved Steelers and the Cincinnati Bungles. Uh, but to help me cover all that, here's, here's my partner here. Y'all know him from uh, Leasing Radio every Tuesday night on Blog Talk Radio, as well as a sports bar called the Yard slash HBCU Sports, where it raps about all things HBCU Sports. The one and only, the Wayne Nash, going to start the spot here. Go on, D Nash. Scott B, what the deal? Yeah, what the deal? What the deal? A lot of crazy stuff going on in college football, bro. We, 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 hey. you know we have to rap about it. Yes, and I will say this this is um, the most excited I've been all college football season for multiple reasons. First yes. and foremost, the Celebration Bowl is the game that I've wanted right, for right. almost 20 years. But um, <laughs> we got a little uh, Kofi from last week, you know, a little little, a little chaos that, that caused a, a non-champion to get into the playoffs. So I'm, I'm ready to talk about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's get to it now, brother. No, no, no time about the present. So let's let's talk about this, man. I mean, we all know unless you've been living underneath a in a nuclear bomb shelter underneath a bigger rock, um, you know the Final Four, the College Football Playoff, obviously was Clemson, uh, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Alabama. You know, I was watching the show like that Sunday morning. Well, well, actually uh-huh. in the afternoon, they like, came on at twelve, and you know, I, you know, of course they push all back to like was it twelve. 20 or 1230 
I forgot. But, you know, the lead up to it, you know, they have Kirk Herbstreit, you know, Reese Davis, uh, Booger McFarlane, uh, the mm-hmm. suspects, the person, you know, all those cats. And, you know, I think Chris Fowler weighed in on a little bit as well. And they were talking about, you know, they didn't think the committee would do, quote, unquote, the right thing. What it says, <laughs> quote, unquote, right thing. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, the four best teams. But the committee was, like, vague up until this point. It's the four best. It's the four most deserving. It's the four, you know, conference, with conference champions being among the criteria being, quote, unquote, deserving. Okay? Mm-hmm. But – you know, the first three went chalk, but I was on my seat for the fourth one, bro. I was like, let me see if he's this how many we're going to have the balls to keep Ohio State out of the state, to keep the Big Ten out of the state. And lo and behold, I was like, wow. I tweeted out, wow. That's all I tweeted out was like, yes. I actually out yeah, war. I remember seeing that. I tweeted out, war. I, I, I was like, I did not believe the committee had a cojones to put not only keep the Big Ten out, and the power of John Jim Jim, uh, Jim Delaney, I think his, his first name is Jim Delaney, out, but two teams from the SEC, two teams. So I two. just went there and saw the damn thing, the Alabama Invitational, because Alabama couldn't have <laughs> all four years. I mean, what the hell, right? I mean, they didn't win the yeah. conference. They sat at home chilling on the couch eating Cheetos, watching the rest uh-huh. of the uh, college ball world. Like, you know, playing these conference championship games, most of them were blocks, by the way. Um, and and there they were just chilling. Draws on, church stocks on with the slippers, watching, watching the games, and they somehow go from fifth to fourth. How about that? So let me ask you this, bro. I have my own feelings, but I want to get your feelings in. Did the committee do the right thing by keeping our Ohio State and putting in a one-loss Alabama squad, didn't win their conference, didn't win their own division, got beat down by Auburn by, by you know by, by double digits, and the score that could have been much, by, which could have been should have been worse over Ohio State that a two-loss Ohio State team who got curb stopped not once but twice, and one of those times were home to an out-of-conference opponent, so. D Nash, the floor is yours. Man, see, and this is where it gets interesting, right? Yeah. Are you talking about did they make the, the the right decision, or did they make the decision that was best for college football? Mm. I'm going to go with the latter, right? And this is okay. my reasoning behind this. Now, it's it's kind of difficult to keep out a team like Alabama, who has been number one just about who have been number one for the entire year, with the exception of, of course, uh, that one week after the loss to Auburn. And, yes, sure, they didn't win their division. They didn't even compete in their conference championship game. But for, what, 11, 12 weeks out of the year, they were the best team in college football. They have to be in if – you felt as though that their loss against Auburn wasn't debilitating enough to keep them out of the top five, which it wasn't. Um, right. And it was very difficult for you to put in two lost teams. 
But of course, the team that's the, the team that really is in well, the two teams that are in question, of course, just happen to be Big Ten teams. The right. runner-up, which was the one loss, uh, Wisconsin Badgers. Conversation about their uh, their resume for for the entire year. The same can be said about Alabama's, which is part of the mm-hmm. reason why I'm not a huge fan of polls, because of yeah. course totally they're overrated. all subject. Yeah, they're very overrated and they're all subject to, uh, to, to 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 bias, especially once the year starts, and, and depending on how the pollsters see a particular conference. I'm not going to call that conference. Uh, that conference's name, but just know that they have three letters, and the first one starts with an S. Moving yeah. on, back to the Big Ten <laughs> situation, right? Uh-huh. Wisconsin, their resume wasn't the strongest. Neither was Alabama's. Neither was Ohio State's, right. really. Um, right. and, and Ohio State was the eventual champion, but you got two losses, one being a huge loss at the crib against an out-of-conference opponent, in Oklahoma, which is in. Right. The other, which was another huge loss against an in-conference opponent, Iowa team. Now, you have to remind me, Scott. Seven wins. There you go. Seven wins. (laughs) How your your boy say it? I I, I know that you're – I don't know how big of a fan you are of uh, the movie The Last Dragon. Oh, I love the Last right. Dragon. It's been years. Oh. Yep. So you know the scene when they're in the movie theater, showing up, roll up in there with his boys, and they challenging Bama's to fight. The Rastafarians <laughs> say after people start challenging, showing up, he yell out, there ain't no coming mock. That's exactly what happened to Ohio State. <laughs> there ain't no coming mock, man. You lose to Iowa. Yeah. The seven, uh, eventual seven-win Iowa team? Y'all not getting yeah. that. Y'all not getting it. Yeah. And it's just hilarious that they fall victim to something that they get the benefits of, but at the same time was also a similar detriment. And let me explain. Yeah. Robert Smith said it best Saturday night. And when he said it, I said, uh-oh, they are really done. Because I know you saw my tweet where I picked what the final four teams were going to be. And I said, right. look it. It was going to be the, the, the eventual four. But Shortly after I said that out, Robert Smith, former Ohio State alum and former NFL star, said, and I quote, maybe the committee will take into consideration. They're not supposed to, but at the same time, I understand why they will. Maybe they took into consideration the last two performances of teams coming out of the Big Ten to participate in the college football mm. playoffs. Yes. You have Michigan State who was blown out. You got Ohio State who was blown out last year. Now you got a two win. Uh, They still (laughs) haven't scored yet. So you have a two loss champion, and then the Mm -hmm. last two representatives from that conference uh, come up extremely short in the last two years. It's kind of hard to go ahead and put them in there. It it really is. And so I'm kind of glad they went ahead and gave the Big 12 a chance because it could have been a, you know what? It would have been real foul, and I wouldn't have suspected any less had they said, okay, Ohio State, hmm, they're Big Ten champions. They have to be in. Alabama only got one loss. They have to be in. Big mm-hmm. Ten, 
Oklahoma yep. don't need to be in. Yep. But, you know, it, it would have been real disrespectful for them to do that to Oklahoma, who came into the night third, and, of course, winning, and then you had the number two team falling. So it it, it, it was what it was. They deserved to be in there. But it, it's not far-fetched to say that that couldn't have happened. Would you would have said that Ohio State could have potentially leapfrogged. Well, Ohio State and Alabama could have both leapfrogged right. Oklahoma getting in. But once again, it would have been foolishness. Was, but there are a lot of people who I'll believe be, that Ohio State being left out is foolishness too. So Yeah, I, I'll say it for you. Oklahoma, they weren't going to screw around Oklahoma. Because Oklahoma no. had, had, they had the schedule. They beat down a Power 5 Alabama opponent at their place. And in case folks yes. have forgotten, uh, they, folks like to see, uh, what's his face, uh, Baker Mayfield planting the flag at midfield on the O, which I had no exactly. problem with at the time. I still have no problem with that at the time. Uh, now, just beat him, shut your mouth, and beat him. And that yeah. shit wouldn't happen. Now, moving along, <laughs> um, here's the deal. You know, I, I, I have Alabama fatigue. I'll just be, I'll come out and say it. I think Nick Saban is the Grinch who stole college <laughs> football. I, I think that he's very surly. I think that mm-hmm. even if on his happiest day he's still surly, uh, <laughs> he makes Fred Sanford blush because of his surliness. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just I think he's described it like that. But here, here's my thing, and it's not Alabama's fault, but here's my thing. The, the committee has confused the hell out of us all season, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's like, like basically since October when the first rankings came out, I should say. So that's about a month ago, a little more than a month ago. Um, remember like two weeks ago when Kirby Holcutt made that infamous quote that's coming back to buy him in the backside when he said, quote, well, kind of fair for facing, but quote nevertheless, that there's a razor-thin difference between Alabama at number five, and Ohio State at number eight. Well, basically, all teams five through eight. That's basically what it's mm-hmm. So you're telling me that the week after that quote-unquote razor-thin margin, right, Alabama once again sat at home in their dirty underwear with their church socks and slippers on watch, eating Cheetos, <laughs> watching the uh, conference <laughs> championship games. Ohio State took care of business. I mean, granted, they, they probably should have curb stopped Wisconsin even more to help their cause, but that's, that's not here no doubt. Yeah. But they still won their conference. They beat an undefeated Wisconsin team who's fourth. Even though we know the committee didn't value Wisconsin as well as that, but nevertheless, they were number four. They beat the number four team in the country, according to the college mm-hmm. football playoff. And yet, somehow, this razor-thin margin in air quotes here, mock air quotes, Alabama got the nod of Ohio State. That's the biggest problem I have over it. If, I mean, look, you know, and the, and the idea of, uh, in, in the, of 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 this is, I don't disagree with the committee's decision to go with Alabama. They are better than Ohio State, especially if we're doing it by high test, and it's not even close, right? Mm-hmm. Ohio State, they, they they shouldn't be getting curb stumped twice, and they sure as hell should not lost by thirty-one to, to Iowa. You just can't do that. No. Right, you can't. You just can't do that. I mean, say what you want about Clemson losing to four and seven, or four and eight rather, uh, Syracuse. Even though they did it with with a hobble, and then later without Kelly Bryant in the second half, they lost by one point. 
they, mm-hmm. they lost by, I think it was 28 to 27. They lost by, it was respectable without your, your top quarterback. Not by 31 points on the road with your full squad. You just can't no. do that. And respect to be one of the best teams in the country. Look, again, I'm not saying Alabama had a stellar schedule. I agree with you. I mean, there weren't any good choices for number four. Let's just be real about it. I mean, Alabama, mm. and again, it's not Alabama's fault that, that, that this happened, but Florida State fell off the wagon by big time. They were barely a bowl team. That's, mm-hmm. that's their out-of-conference win. That's the quote-unquote mark out-of-conference win. And the best win throughout the season was the 8-4 and four Mississippi State team, right? And they should have yeah. lost that game. So, and now you now that end of the season, the last game Alabama played, I don't care if, the, if they lost by just 12 points, they got curb stopped. If you want anyone who watched that game with Auburn, Auburn beat the hell out of them, up and down the field. They were by far the better team than Alabama. And they made Alabama mm-hmm. look ordinary. That was their last game. Yet, again, we're comp- you know, I mean, it, 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 it's not stellar. They didn't play anybody worth a damn throughout the year. Aside from, you know, maybe Florida State, but Florida State turned out to be mediocre. And, you know, we all know what happened with the SEC. They, you know, I mean, they barely – yeah, they had to barely be A&M on the road. They sure lost to Mississippi State on the road. And they got curb mm-hmm. stomped by uh, – well, I don't want to say curb stomped. They just got beat down by Auburn. There's no good choice. I mean, you're choosing, be, if you're choosing between, Florida, uh, between Alabama and Ohio State – it's like choosing be, like between like which is your worst food, you know Brussels sprouts or grits. In my case, I hate both <laughs> of them. That's like he choose between those two, right? I, I get, I, I I get why the committee did it. I just wish they were more forthcoming and didn't mislead us throughout the process. If it's going, if you there guys you go, go. by the eye test, fine. Go by the eye test. Yeah. If you go by the eye test. And chose Alabama. I have no problem with that. Again, I think Alabama is better than Ohio State. If you're mm-hmm. going, if, if, if but if conference championships were as big a deal as you said they they, they are, you got to put Ohio State in. Again, I wouldn't like it, but if, if that's the, if that's the criteria, you got to put them in. But the irony of all this is, is I, there's Ohio State was a beneficiary of such a rule last year. Because mm-hmm. they didn't win that conference last year and they got in. So the, the committee set that precedent. And, yeah. But this is what I think is going to happen going forward. I think, and by the way, like, like, like before I go on, just to, to further buffer your point, I, they, the committee will never say this. They'll never cop to this. Think they're like, we can't have Ohio State go against Clemson again. We don't want to see another beatdown. We don't want to see Ohio State still not score. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, Clemson is better this year than they were last year. And I'll argue mm. that, that Ohio State is worse this year than last year. So you know mm. it's worse. But again, the committee would never say that. But I've been no. asked were thinking they can't have this happen again. They can't have yeah. the ass whooping again in the semifinals. So, I mean, and now going to further to what I find. Uh, like uh, more parts, I find with the whole seeding of this tournament. But basically, I just, I just, I just wish that they would be more consistent. But, but I think this is what's going to happen next year. Jim Delaney 
he said, even though he says publicly that he didn't have a problem with, with Ohio State and the Big Ten being left out, but I think he really has a problem with it. And I think mm-hmm. he's one of the most powerful dudes in college football. I think going to make the committee, he's going to make the, the committee, and maybe the Pac-12 as well, because they got left out again. Uh-huh. I think they're going to have it written in stone that you have to win your conference. I, I think that not only with the Big Ten being left out, but the SEC having two teams get in. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I think I think I think they're gonna. I think there'll be major changes next year, uh, as far as the criteria. But but but, what are your thoughts on that, right quick, before I unleash some more? <laughs> yes, because there are a lot of things. I'm glad that you kind of set that up for me. Um, mm-hmm. Always around this time, one word is always said. Transparency. Everyone yeah. wishes at this point of the year in college football that the committee was a little bit more transparent with how they vote. Everyone always mm-hmm. asks that question or, or put that word sure. out there for the committee because they want to know exactly what it is that they're thinking and why certain teams get in and other teams are left out. I truly believe right. that they don't put any weight whatsoever into the conference championship game, other than the fact that if you lose it, then it, 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 it'll affect you. But if you win, you might get in. You might not get in. What did you do the rest of the year, as well as becoming right. your conference champion? They say champion. about it works all the time, yeah. They do. Now, of course, it helps to win it because you are, in most cases, will be playing against a, a top 15 team. Right. Now, you add that with the rest of your body of work, if it adds up, you belong in there. But if it mm-hmm. don't, then you're not going to get in. Now, right. with, with that being said, because um, I, I, I can go either way. I have a conversation. I can have conversations for and against having a conference championship game. Right. Now, if you're going to end up making it so that the conference champions have to get in, that means you got to go ahead and, and bust it, baby. You got to go ahead and bust that tournament open to at least eight teams. You got to. Right. So you can go ahead and get all your conference champions in. Actually, you know what? No. At that point, you got to go ahead and bust it open to, uh, to at, at least ten so that you get all your conference champions in. Because if you, if you don't go ahead and say you have to win your conference championship in order to get in the playoffs, then you got the other five like, yo, what's up? We don't want our conferences too. Why aren't we good enough to make it in? Especially if you're UCF, who's undefeated. And there's yeah. some people who believe that that maybe they should have gotten consideration too. So if it comes out that conference champion is the criteria, then you need to go ahead and open that thing up to to, to at least all of the conference champions to get in, and then however many at large bids you need to go ahead and have, you need to go ahead and do it. So that needs to be that process needs to be thought through and thought through ASAP so we can come to a conclusion and, and finally yeah. fix that. Because to me, if you're not going to do it, then you really the, the the weight of winning a conference championship isn't as important as people believe that it should be. Because that Ooh. was the main conversation said all day Saturday and Saturday night. Well, all Saturday night, Ohio State won their conference. They should get in. Nah, bruh. That's not how it works. That ain't how it works at all. Because yeah. if that's the case, then USC should have been in the conversation to get in. 
but we know what their resume looked like too. So it's not going to happen. I just find it very interesting. And, and I, I heard it for the first time today, and it was like, wow, they're, they're actually right. To the detriment of viewership, this committee basically set up an all-southeast playoff game, playoff uh, uh, mm. college football playoffs with Oklahoma, mm. Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson. No one goes further west than Oklahoma, and no one goes any higher north than Clemson. So that means you're missing yeah. out on the Midwest. I got you're missing out on the. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, I'm not going to talk about it all then, but yeah, I just find it interesting that to their detriment they do this. And, and yeah. of course, like you said, and we we have this conversation every year about the power of the SEC. Like you said, it's not their fault. But you can't blame them because of the, the, the resume that that conference has over the past 20 years. With the amount of national championships that they have, I mean, they don't compete well as a, as a conference when you start getting the bowl games. But when you start talking national mm-hmm. championships, you start talking Alabama, LSU, your Floridas, mm-hmm. your Auburns, over the past 15 years, they've earned that reputation. Now, should that reputation necessarily be carried over into in, in the polls? I don't think so. I really right. don't. You need to go ahead once again have the eye test because it, it just makes it very easy for the, for the committee or for the posters even to go ahead and put an SEC team or at least two in the top eight in the beginning of the year and have to wait to see whether or not if or when they lose to to to, to figure out how the, the final four is going to end up because. This has been talked about for at least, the, actually, since the advent of the college football uh, playoffs. When will there ever be the first time two teams from the same conference get in? And when you say that, that means when is it going to be the first time that the, the two teams from the SEC get in? Here we are, year three. We made it. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Three years later, later, we made it. Yeah, three years later, we made it. We're here. Um, Joe Clapp from Fox Sports 1. Speaking of your mm-hmm. your thoughts about it being all southeastern and southwestern, people consider Oklahoma southwest, but it's south nonetheless. Um, yeah. College, college football playoffs. Joe Klatt said something interesting on Undisputed and on Colin Cowher's show. Most of the people in the on the committee are from southern schools, right? Wow. And even though they have to recuse themselves when they leave the room to discuss the teams, like, two of the people are from Ohio State. I think Gene Smith, the AD, and some other mm-hmm. person from, from Ohio State. I forget who is the person's name is. But at any rate, when they leave the room, <laughs> the numbers become even more lopsided. Mm-hmm. Again, Midwestern teams in particular, Ohio State and, and other schools. I mean, just think about that. It's, it's set up, it's almost set up to be this way. I mean, I, I know I'm not trying to go all of a stone, but this is called what it is. Most of the <laughs> people on the committee are from Southern schools. It's just and, and I don't want to go through. Let you could just look up on folks and look up online, whether it's the College Football Playoff website or Google, or just or, or just Google it. You 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 get a listing of of the 12, 12 I think it's twelve or fifteen committee members. I think it's twelve committee members, and and that's how it's set up. Look, 
I have another beef with this. I, it seemed, and, uh, and you remember me saying this a uh, while, wow, a week ago. I think I said a week ago. Maybe, but, maybe, but anyway, it seems like the committee also kind of cooked the book, so to speak, for Alabama. Remember when they mm-hmm. raised Virgil State last week for some reason? Uh, yeah. They the 25th that they could say that Alabama beat, like, more than one, I think maybe two or three ranked teams. And Virgil State had no damn business being ranked. Uh, <laughs> and they lost the Mountain West Championship to Boise State, by the way. Uh, yeah. But at any rate, you know, the thing is that they were just setting things up. Because remember I told you, when they set Alabama at number five, I'm like, the committee want Alabama to be in the playoffs so bad. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they just they put her at put her right outside of the top four, literally, hoping and praying that it was way. Now, now look, you know I love chaos, and I know you love chaos too, right? Oh yeah. And we got that in space. I mean, if Wisconsin had a, had a won the game. Won, won the uh, Big Big Ten Championship. We're not talking about any of it. It would been no. just, it would it would have been a boring ass week. It would have been an even boring ass Sunday for the for the, for the final <laughs> ranking. It would have been Clemson, Oklahoma, Georgia, Wisconsin. That would have been mm-hmm. your it would have been moving the boot. But no, no, Wisconsin Wisconsin had to lose it. But but that's not a hit over there. <laughs> um, my biggest beef. Probably the biggest beef of all this is they seem to reward Alabama to sit around eating Cheetos. Do you know why? Okay. They sent Alabama. What's Alabama's quote-unquote punishment for being the fourth seed and not winning their conference and not winning their division? They get to go a whopping 200 miles to, to New Orleans. Where they play oh, many times the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. That's a that's a quote unquote punishment. Okay. And then if they were to beat Clemson, which I think that's gonna be a hell of a game by the way, if they do beat yeah, Clemson, they they get to go, even though it's it's just like back to back weeks, they get to go back and to back to Alabama, Galusa and just go another whopping maybe 150-some-odd some miles to Atlanta to play in the college football playoff championship. That's their punishment for not <laughs> winning the conference, not winning the division. Now, the team who won that conference, the team that beat down, the same team that beat Alabama down, their quote-unquote reward is to fly 2,000-some-odd miles cross country to go play in the Rose Bowl against a very yeah. tough and determined Oklahoma team, which I think that's going to be another good game. You got to be, you got to tell two strengths: offense versus defense. Both teams, both, both games should be great, by the way. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, they got reward, quote unquote, rewarded. Georgia, that is, got rewarded for winning a conference, winning the, the committee thinks is one of the toughest conferences in college football. Since the 2,000 miles west, and if they were to beat Oklahoma, they'd have to fly back another 2,000-some-odd miles back home in the same week and get ready for the for, for the Tyler game the following Sunday. That's the biggest beef I have with this whole thing. You, you just basically, again, this is the Alabama Invitational. 
I mean, talk about, I mean, seriously, talk about the damn concessions and conveniences. It's like a sponsor's exhibition. <laughs> you know, they don't get, they don't win the college, they don't win the division, just sent them to. And I know that, great, I know that they're the fourth seed. I get why they're the fourth seed. But damn, use a little common sense, folks. No one's going to be mad, that mad if you put them ahead of Georgia and send Alabama's asses all the way across the country because, after all, they didn't win their conference nor their division. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 just give the convenience factor to Georgia. Again, the same team that beat down the same team that beat you down in the SEC conference championship game, the SEC championship game rather. That's the biggest beef I have with this. It's, it, it, again, it seems that the grease attracts for Alabama to win another one. Well, my question is Alabama this: Alabama Invitational. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The number one yeah. overall seed gets to yeah. pick which of the two playoff locations that they want to play, right? Right. Yeah, so, I mean, that's on Clemson. Clemson kind of set themselves up for that. Well, yeah. I understand I that. Yeah, I mean, I understand it's Correct. closer for them, and, and mm-hmm. they can travel down to New Orleans, so that wouldn't be an issue. But right. now that you say that, I completely – forgot about the fact that, you know, teams two and three are going to have to play in the Rose Bowl. I want to see what kind of turnout both teams have out to L.A. to come check this game out. That's who I want to see who ends up dominating in the attendance situation at that game and how much of Mm -hmm. an effect will that have in them playing. But, you know, like I said, man, Clemson Knowing that they got to play Alabama, I, I understand. I understand they wanted to have their 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 fans there too, but you have yep. to give into consideration that a them boys right up the street, they have a yep. history of playing in the Sugar Bowl. That's Why right. am I going to want to play them there? I don't know if I want that situation, dog. We might both have to go out <laughs> west and make this as neutral as possible. So, yeah. uh, I, as as much. As it's it's easy to point the finger at Alabama in this situation. I don't know. Like I know Clinton thought about it. It's not mm-hmm. their fault though. But you're right. I I know they thought about it, but I don't know how much they thought about it. That should have been a <laughs> yo. We need to make this as neutral as possible. We can't have them playing necessarily in their backyard. Can't have it. You know what? I'm going to bet. I wish I was a fly on the wall. If to see. Dabo Sweeney's expression when the committee shows Alabama's team for itself, Ohio State. I wonder mm. that. That, again, I wish I was a follower. I wish they had like a, a camera in the room somewhere. Because Dabo put on a good face when he was interviewed on camera by ESPN, college, college game day. But I bet he was cussing up a storm. I bet he's like, God damn, really? He's joking again? Really? And a semifinal round? Really? Yeah. Really? I bet he was saying. I bet he was saying something to that. Probably more foul language than that. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think he's a Christian and all. But he maybe didn't cut that much. But still, I bet he was mad. I bet he was mad. But he uh, gave you a dad gummit. One... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know he, he gave you a dad gummit. Put... Yeah, I bet he put a uh, what's his name, uh, Bobby Dowd, dad gummit. Yeah, he likes to say that word like that. Got it. Um, 
I'm going to address something that you touched on earlier. Well, I was going to get to this anyway. There was many talks. You, you mentioned something about the way to solve this whole deal is to expand the playoff. You, you know mm-hmm. that I'm fundamentally opposed to expanding the playoff, right? I, I think mm-hmm. you know that probably right now. Um, because this should not be – this should be exclusive as possible. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that not all sports playoffs are created equal. But to me, Major League Baseball gets it the gets it the most right. Okay, you only have division champs. Used to be one wild card. Now they got two wild cards, but they play as what is that called? Just one game. It's the game yeah. that you don't want to be in. You don't want to be mm-hmm. that team to play in a one game winner take all game. So for the most part, baseball gets it right. Okay, baseball gets it right as far as playoffs go. Um. The NBA and the NHL, not so much. But that's not sort of mm. uh, like up one at a time. Um, I always said this. If they do decide to expand, which I hope and pray that they don't, but there's too mm-hmm. much money out there not to, but you got to think about the students because this is a, there's a reason why there's a big break between the end of the regular season and bowl games. It's finals week. It's finals time. December is finals time. Mm-hmm. Those kids have to be students sometime. Someone or other, and and I don't think that those, those those young men. Well, they're really kids to me, and you. <laughs> but those those, those those young men, um, I don't think their bodies are ready for like more than twelve plus game season. And I don't think they're ready for more than several more than one game in the playoffs. Um, but anyway, you know. The, 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 but the, but the point is, if they were to expand it, I'd rather do it. You said ten teams, but I want my ten to be different. I want okay. all ten teams to be represent all ten FBS conference champs. That includes all the all the power fives and all the group of fives. If you want to mm-hmm. do the playoff, you gotta invite. You gotta go to full monster. You gotta get all the conference champions involved. That's the truest way to solve this bad boy. Just have the the first two, the first the high two seeds, the high two seeded teams get the bye. First round is played on the on the on the home side of the higher seeded team. Simple as that. Hey, now so my question to you would be this though: How would yep. you do it? Would you do a, the regular season champ, or would you just go ahead and just put in oh, the con- or just make sure that everybody has a conference championship game and put that in? Yeah, right. Conference champ. Okay. I don't want any damn wild cards. I don't want any damn gotcha. wild cards. I don't need <laughs> I need conference champs. And do you know what gotcha. that means? That means Notre Dame, get your ass in the ACC. <laughs> you got to yep. be a conference champ. That's, that, so that solves that. That takes care of that, right? But at any rate, I would prefer that for. Because one thing, the college football playoff regular season is so special and different and that it really, every game matters. There's no marathon crap. It's a true sprint, and every game matters. You don't want to – you mm-hmm. can maybe get away with losing early, but you can't lose late. That's, that's no. what I love about college football. It, 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 they really get it right, and the ratings prove it, and the money proves it. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, is and even with a 10 team, it still matters in the sense that you've got to win your conference. So you, if you already win your conference, you've got to make sure you get there. You get there by what? Winning your games. Winning your right. conference, uh-huh. 
win your conference. That's that's how you get to win your games and win your conference. So, um, but I will also take it a step further too. And again, I credit uh, Joe Clapp for this. And I wonder why this hasn't been done yet. Why are all college football conferences, FBS conferences, strip the divisions? Strip the divisions. Because every team plays an unbalanced schedule as far as, like, competitive schedule. You may have, like, like, in like, like just say the case, say the ACC. If you're in the Coastal Division, if a team's in the Coastal Division, chances are their, their conference, their, 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 their slate, their schedule is not so difficult. Because mm-hmm. even though the, the Coastal is only up and up, it's nothing like the Atlantic. The Atlantic, you have Florida State when they're right. Uh, Clemson, Louisville, now AC State is, 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 is entering the scene. And Wake Forest mm-hmm. is well coached. Boston College is well coached. That's six teams. Go to the Coastal, we have Miami, Vitek. Okay. The end. Miami and Vitek. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and, I, and, and, you know, I know that Virginia had a, had a very good year. And Bronco Mendenhall, he, he's, a, he's a coaching genius, by the way. But, and they're going to be on the, on the up and up. But really, maybe Georgia Tech some years, but it's really, it's really Virginia Tech and Miami's division to lose. That's really all they yeah. so if you uh, So if you're, a, if you're either one of those two teams, or any team that coaches for that matter, you have an easier slate than the teams in the Atlantic. Get rid of the two divisions, you have more and more even. Okay? More, yeah, I mean, I mean but, even though you keep your rivalries, but yeah. you still get to play. You still, it's a better chance to play each other. Same with the SEC. The SEC has been dominant for so long. Take away the division. Yeah. And you have a better chance of Alabama playing Florida even though Florida mm-hmm. is kind of stuck right now. But, but you know, but you get my point. Alabama playing Georgia, yeah. you have a better chance of seeing that happen instead of all this. So, basically, regardless of division winners, you take the two best teams in the conference, let them go, let them, let them duke it out for the conference champ. I bet you have higher ratings. I bet you have better matchups. Can you imagine you would have better matchups, yeah. Can you oh, imagine Florida it would be crazy. Clemson every year? Florida State and Miami, Florida State and Virginia Tech. You know, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I get the you know, two different divisions right now. But really, Florida State and Clemson. You take the last three or four seasons before this this season, it would have been Florida State and and, and Clemson for the ACC championship all three or four of those years prior to this season. That would have been mm-hmm. that would have been a crazy matchup. So that's what I'm talking about because that way you really have a the best uh, the the team who will win will truly be the best team out of that conference, and and it just has yeah. the conference champ be the quarterfinal round. But if you look at it this way, and and I'll get you in in a minute, bro. But if you look at what happened this past Saturday, you had a bunch of quarterfinal games anyway. I mean the the, yeah. the, uh, the ACC championship, Miami and Clemson, which Clemson just beat the dog this time, Miami. Um, yeah, the SEC title game, another quarterfinal game, the Big mm-hmm. Ten. Even though the Big Ten didn't have the champ come to champ play, but it felt like a, a quarterfinal game. Uh, yeah, it felt like a quarterfinal game, even though no one seemed to care. But it felt like a quarterfinal <laughs> game to me. Um, well, the Big Twelve felt like a, it was a definite quarterfinal game. 
So mm-hmm. you have essentially you have the quarterfinals without the quarterfinals actually being played, right? And you have the greatest. I get you. Proven, the greatest proof. Uh-huh. I'm just saying this: this, whatever the whatever the hell the committee wants to do with this playoffs, have more. Just don't mislead them. Just just just, just don't say there's a razor thin difference. And I know we both said it earlier, but. Just, just don't mislead us. I think there's a razor thin, razor's edge difference between Ohio State and, and Alabama. At least act like it. I mean, because <laughs> theoretically, I mean, theoretically, a conference champ, being a conference champ, would get you over that razor's edge, but it didn't. It would. And I, it and should. I, and again, it should have, but it didn't. I, again, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Alabama shouldn't be in there. Alabama is better than Ohio State. Alabama didn't get Cubs stuck twice. Okay, I get that. But again, if you say one thing, just don't do another. That's all I ask. That's that's all. That's all I ask. And I I agree with you. I agree with you. Matter of fact, yeah. it wasn't just the fact that they got curb stomped. They got curb stomped by non-rivals. I can see how yeah. in a rivalry game situation, you know what? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're playing on the road, somebody else may just happen to get up for that game just a little bit more than you do yeah. or just happen to be that things just don't go your way that particular day and you end up having the Alabama-Auburn situation that we just had from a couple of weeks ago. I can see that. Right. But if it's a game where you're not necessarily rivals, okay, you're conference rivals with Iowa and Ohio State, but it ain't like it's Ohio State-Michigan. They're not supposed to come out there and do what they did, and they, but they did. But they did. Right. But now yeah. there's the, the several things with your 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 points. Some that I agree with, some that I don't agree with. You know, first sure. and foremost, I have to go when you're saying that you know they have to have that time to take the test. They really don't take that same consideration with the FB or the FCS or Division right. Two when they have their playoffs with football. So that's, that's why right. I'm like, yeah. eh, they can go ahead and push their test back whenever. But it, 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 my, my thing is, I like you. I want to see it. Well, I want to see it widen. I just don't want to see it done twenty eight, like like Division two does. Yeah. Division two lets yeah. twenty eight in. Also, the, the the thing that I don't like that Division two does is they do regional polls, so it's not right. a guarantee that all of the champions get in. That's where I agree with you. All the champions must get in. But I'm thinking you get your champions in, that's 10. You go ahead and get, get your, your at-larges in, that's at least somewhere between four to six. So you get your 14 to 16. Certain teams get buys, or you have your 16, nobody gets a buy. Everybody plays, and you do it that way. That's the day I'm waiting for, but I don't think it'll ever come. I don't think it'll ever come. But um, you know, it needs to, it needs to get it needs to be widened at some point. Um, sure. God, I, for, I forgot some of the other stuff that you said. But my my, my thing is nope. this: I, I, <laughs> I, I agree with the majority of stuff, but I had to bring uh-huh. up the the, the 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 extension thing, and I really had to bring up the dates. Those are the two that 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 really stuck with me. But everything else, in in, in terms of getting the conference champion in. Um, I right. agree. Uh, the whole conversation of, of transparency, once again, I agree. 
the, the the whole conversation about razor thin, once again, agreed. It, it just has yeah. to get to a point where we as fans, I know we would like to know what the committee is doing and, and, and how they're voting, but it, it, it also has to, oh, man, that, that, that whole choosing the field thing. But you know what? I don't know if I have a problem with that now. It just, that just happens to be, like I said before, that was Clemson's choice. They should have thought about that when thinking about their opponent instead of just thinking about themselves. Because if, if they get out attended by Alabama, and it sounds they like they're in Tuscaloosa, they will. They will. then, they will. <laughs> you know, they, they, they put themselves in that situation. That, that's, that's, yeah. that's what you get. You did it to yourself. But I'm just waiting to see what happens. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm so ready to see what happens. But um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just praying for the day that they go ahead and expand this thing. I hear you. I, 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 I disagree, but I hear you. I hear you. And I think a lot of people, a lot more people agree with you than me on that. So mm-hmm. uh, at least you got an army. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> how about this coach? If that wasn't crazy enough, how about this coaching carousel? Jimbo oh, my gosh. having 75 million reasons to leave Florida State for Texas A&M. And by the way, I'm not mad at him for that. I, I know I wrote, a, I, wrote, I wrote a blog post early this week questioning why would he leave one of the best jobs in college football in Florida because essentially, and Clips is the same way, mm-hmm. Florida State's an SEC team playing the ACC schedule. That's what Florida State is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have an easier path to the to, to conference championships. And plus, it's not a pressure cooker like Texas A&M is. Texas A&M is like punching above their weight. And I can't be mad at them for that, but they're punching above their weight nonetheless. They have the facility. Yeah. They, they have them. That oil money is so deep, man. Woo! That, 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 that <laughs> booster money is so deep down there. And, but they have to play, again, against the Grinch. Every year, and, and Nick Saban, um, you know. So Jimbo is going to be measured as, as not only by wins, by but if he beats also if he beats his mentor and Nick Saban, which should be which are mixed for some entertaining matchups going forward. I mean, I would be exactly uh, entertaining as hell because the Fisher is the same guy. I mean, Fisher is Saban light. Um, I mean, he, he's a disciple of Saban. He demands perfection. He demands accountability. The accountability part, I have no problem with. That's where he used to turn around Florida State. He's returning Florida State to their glory years. And he's, going mm-hmm. to, and, he, and he's going to do the same with the resources and everything. Not that Florida State didn't have resources, but nonetheless, he's going to do the same thing with Texas a and It's just that I hope he wins, and I hope he's not a victim of the yeah. success like Kevin Sumlin was. Because that's what Kevin Sumlin what did him there. And it's just that mm-hmm. they came in the first year, beat Alabama, had Johnny Menzel, and, and, you know, it was magical the first year. The, the next few years they won eight games a year, followed by seven this past year. Um, but I, it's, it's interesting to see what, what Flores, what Fish could do down there. But speaking of Florida State, how about Willie Taggart? After just one year at Oregon. Brandon, he turned Oregon mm-hmm. around. Oregon was four and eight last year. They're seven and five this past year. They could have been more mm-hmm. better than seven and five. Their quarterback didn't get hurt. Remember that? They could have been easier than nine yeah. one team. But 
And Willie Tiger will have to be credited for that because he, he brought in some discipline and turned that bad boy around. But he's a Florida guy. He's from exactly. Branson, Florida. He's born and raised in Florida. Has recruiting ties to Florida. Knows Florida mm-hmm. in and out. Knows his high schools in and out. It was a natural fit for him. I feel bad for Oregon, but soon as out, but soon as Florida State job opened up, and as soon as they mentioned, <coughs> excuse me, Tiger's name as the top of their wish list, I was thinking to myself, ain't no way in the hell he's he's staying in Oregon. Why would he? No. His, that's his dream job. He said it's his dream job. He grew up a Florida State fan. And so it's going to be interesting to see how this works. It's also cool, and I have to say this because you and I are black guys, right? It's good to see a minority candidate get a chance to go to another posh job. You don't really don't see it yeah. at all. And I know that exactly. uh, Florida State was also going to talk to Charlie Strong. As well, mm. in case tax hackers were to say no, they were, they were going to talk to. Okay. They actually did talk to Strong. They did talk to Strong, but they won. Oh wow! Tag. Yeah. Okay. So if Taggart said no, the Strong would have been that guy, and I think that Strong mm. would have been. I think I like would have liked Strong better because Strong would have brought that discipline and accountability that he tried to do at, at Texas, but it was just a bad fit in Texas. It was a terrible fit. Yeah. But. I, I think he would have brought that to uh, uh, Florida State because Florida State lacked a lot of discipline last year, I thought. They underachieved tremendously. But just like mm. Taggart, Strong knows Florida. He knows the state of Florida well as far as recruiting everything. So I, I, as, much as, I, I, as much as I prefer Charlie Strong for the job, I really liked the Willie Taggart hire. Uh, I really did. Um, but what do you think? Do you think that that do you think that that Fisher was crazy to leave Florida State for Fisher Cooker and Texas A and M? So, uh, but but uh, where is also that and the Willie Tiger hire real quick before we go into more coaching hires? Well, I'll say this with with uh, Jimbo now. Um, mm-hmm. a, 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 a few things started to come out as Jimbo left, right? So you know, coach, yes. right. FSU alum, huge FSU fan was highly upset that Jimbo left. But, you know, the, the, the conversation of the facilities not being up to par and Jimbo wanting more things there and, and not right. getting what he wanted and, and, and having those debates and having those fights, something had to have been wrong in order for him to want to leave. We just had this yeah. discussion this last night on, on, on Sleazy Sports, and it's something that we're going to go into a little bit more in-depth conversation uh, a little bit later on uh, in the winter in, in terms of jobs, dream jobs in college football and, and, and situations that no one really wants to leave. And we just kind of had like an early discussion about FSU potentially being one of those spots. But like I just said, yeah. something had to be absurdly wrong in order for Jimbo to say, you know what, dog, I can't stay here, man. I got to go. And I have to go where they give me what it is that I'm looking for, not just the money, but the things that I need in order to recruit and get my players ready in order to compete. But, Jimbo, mm-hmm. be careful what you ask for. Because like That's you right. said, Scott, they got, they got deep pockets. But for whatever reason, the deep pockets just ain't been helping that school out at all. 
Because uh, how many conference championships have they won in the past 15 years? Exactly. And exactly. Which is, that's so why you, I said you, 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 I mean, I mean they're, they're just not know, used to win. I mean, that 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 hasn't been that successful, Texas. Uh-huh. But 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 uh, but uh, go ahead. Sorry about that. Go ahead. That's all right. No no no, because you know I'm I'm glad I was able to walk right into uh, 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 something that you've already said. Because yes, yeah, they got the deep pockets. They got a nice house, but uh, dog, you ain't got no furniture in there. What's up? You know, I mean, you 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 you, you get the the means to get furniture, oh, but dude, why are we right. sitting on, on crates, man? Why 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 your TV sitting up on the box that you bought the TV in, man? Come on, man, get that flat screen up on the wall, man. Do something. It's embarrassing that you have the financial capabilities and you have the ability to have great facilities, but yet mm-hmm. the coaches that you bring in can't seem to bring in the talent that's capable of competing within the conference. Forget winning a national title. They can't even, they're having a hard time winning a divisional title. They got to get over that hump first, but they just can't seem to do it. So, like like I said, man, Jimbo, be careful what you ask for because you got it, dog. You just seen what your boy just went through, and it's ironic because we talked about it earlier on in the year, Scott, uh, uh, about yep. uh, 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 something in his position there at Texas A&M where he's had you know, eight win seasons, but it's eight wins for whatever reason ain't enough. I don't know why Texas A&M fans and they and they boosters got to realize, hey dog, you Texas A&M, stop it, right? <laughs> for real. I right. mean, it, it'll be it'll, it'll be better if you can get better know recruits in there and get better talent in there. <laughs> but you all yeah. exactly know your role and shut your mouth. You are who you are. Get those eight and be cool. Until you could somehow, some way, either, hey, you you could do an old Miss. You could very easily do an old Miss and have your mm-hmm. head coach turn his back and be like, I ain't seen nothing. I don't know nothing. Yeah. And y'all just right. be able to get some talent in there. Or you can get the guys who y'all get in there, keep losing to Alabama, Auburn, and get your eight wins, and, and be happy with your eight wins and go to your bowl game. What you want? Well, here's the thing, though. The, the, the Jimbo hire again. Jimbo had 75 million reasons to leave to to to, to leave Florida State. I can't blame him for that, but yeah, that's the thing. Texas A&M don't want eight wins anymore, bro. They want they want ten. I know. They want at least ten. The question is, will they? Even with Jimbo there, he's a hell of a recruiter. We know that, but he knows the Southeast. He knows Florida. He knows Georgia. Can he get those Floridians and Georgians to Texas. And I know he's mm-hmm. going to do his thing in Texas, but he has to start from scratch. He doesn't know a lot of yeah. the cats in Texas. He doesn't know the back mm-hmm. in Texas. He has to really do it. I don't think – I'm not saying he won't do it. He, he, he did a damn good job at Florida State. He's stocking up four- and five-star players. But mm-hmm. Texas is a different animal, bro. You, you and I both know that. It's a different yeah. animal. You got Alabama dipping into Texas. You have Oklahoma mm-hmm. dipping into Texas for recruits. You mm-hmm. have TCU, of course. TCU in Texas, University of Texas, he has to contend with now. So, again, yeah. but but going back to, to Florida State, I know I always say, I've been saying he has 75 million reasons to live. I mean, I mean to, to leave. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be living all right. Um, the more I read about what you what you said earlier about Jimbo complaining about lack of facilities, flirting with LSU the past two seasons, I think both sides 
was hot at each other. Sure, that could be the case too. Fisher, yeah. Yeah. Jess Fisher's been there for almost ten years. I think eight years. He's brought them a national championship. He brought mm-hmm. accountability into the program, much needed accountability. Because let's face it, the last few years of Bobby Bowden had turned to a country club. Yeah. So Jimbo did that. Jimbo helped drag Florida State into the twenty first century. They upgraded the locker room. They have a facility there, even though it's shared by other sports. And Jimbo complained about not having the football only facility. I think you saw Clemson's football only facility. Saw those 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 slides and thought, damn, uh-huh. that one. Uh, but that I'm telling you, Clemson's facility fat. It's fat and all of that. Woo, all that money. Um, but nevertheless, <laughs> it's not like Florida State has nothing to show for it. It's not like they're mm-hmm. like the system of the poor, so to speak. They do have nice facilities there. They do have a nice weight room there. Uh, Andrea Aderson of ESPN, she posted pictures on the Twitter feed um, of Florida State's facilities when she took a tour there. It, it's it's nice. It's nice. It's not Texas a and nice with all that oil money, but it's nice. Yeah. And as soon as the ACC network gets off the ground, Next, next, uh, after next year, maybe sooner than that, they're going to get more of that money as well. But I think mm-hmm. that in the end, when when you got fans shouting at him after games that he loses, like after after the Louisville game, uh, the way they didn't no show, they did they, they, they like the way they didn't show up in Boston College. I mean, mm. I don't care if you miss your starting quarterback. You have a team full of four and five stars. They're too deep. The, some of those too deep is better than Boston College is starting starting twenty two on offensive defense. Exactly. They have no damn business losing thirty five to three. I don't care what anybody says. That's just that they they just quit on they quit on Jimbo, and that's why I think myself. I don't know if Jimbo want to stick around here. I think everyone got tired of each other. But again, mm-hmm. I think this is a win win for both sides for Texas A and M and Florida State. And yeah. you know we had, we 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 didn't get to discuss the other the, the other the, uh, coaching changes. Scott Frost going back home to Nebraska. Nebraska, yes, sir. I, I I think that Scott Frost is a, is a damn good coach. I mean, he brought them back for zero and twelve to like thir- to to thirteen and zero for Christ's sake, and in respectability in college football. But it's so. But ever since Nebraska switched conferences from the Big Eight or the Big Twelve. Well, first the Big Eight to the Big Twelve to the Big Ten. It's hard. It's hard getting recruits to, to, to Nebraska as it is. But mm-hmm. due to the fact that they're not in the same conference as Texas in them anymore, you can't recruit. They can't. They, they have a hard time recruiting Texas because yeah, unless unless Nebraska establishes a series with Texas, which is fat chance that's going to happen because they they can't stand Texas. That's another podcast another time. Or Texas A and M. Where are the Texas schools? They're not going to state of Texas. They're not going to play the state of Texas. So you're going to convince some kids to leave Texas to go play in those cold ass states in the, in the Midwest during the Big Ten season. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, and what else? Um, oh yeah, Chad Morris leaving SMU to go to Arkansas. Uh, uh-huh. I'm blaming Arkansas for firing Brett Billima. Uh, you can't really argue uh, argue with that. Um, Auburn up in the ante to keep Gus Malzahn seven years, forty nine million dollars. Um, 
Dreadful Gus Malzahn, by the way. Um, and there's and, and there's gonna be more. Like I don't know who's gonna fill in the coaching vacancy at Oregon. I think Kevin Sumlin should take should get a good look. Uh, I I I mean I I think that he could do the job there. I mean <clears throat> he knows offense. He he's a, he's a damn. I mean no matter what happened to him at Texas A&M, I think he's a damn good coach. Texas A&M uh-huh. saw enough about him to give him that big ass buyout a few years ago. Right now, you know who so, who's available for that right. Oregon job? That that mm-hmm. name floated around early, but somehow, some way, has gotten lost in the weeds. It'll, I think it might be a long shot for it to happen. Chip Kelly, he was well, a contender. Chip Kelly, well, Chip Kelly's already in uh, UCLA. UCLA is he? That's right. I'm sorry. That's why yeah. I forgot he took that <laughs> LA money. He, I forgot he yeah, took that yeah. LA money because he turned down Florida. My mistake. Yeah. See, that's what happens, man. All of these these, these coaching changes, man. I forgot who was where. In, in the Tennessee situation, my God, yeah. we, we we talk about Oregon and, and, and what they're going to do. You know what? After the Skins lost to Dallas last Thursday, I said I can't listen to DC radio, but I want to listen to someone's radio station who is whose fan base is in a sadder place than DC right now. And last Friday, mm. that place was Knoxville because. They had yeah. just lost out on, on who they had as a as a head coaching uh, potential uh, or as a, a potential head coach there, and and, yeah. and they were trying to figure out what they were going to do next. Talking to Coach and Luke last night, I thought they made a decision by bringing in uh, one of their own guys and, and having T. Martin as uh, uh, the coach in waiting. It would look like that that wasn't the situation. So who knows? What's going to happen in Tennessee? Who knows? That's a hot mess. That's a hot, one hot ass mess. I mean, they brought back yes. Farmer. He he's the AD now. But if you talk to people, I heard this on Sirius XM, uh, ESPN Radio, on Sirius XM. People describe uh-huh. him as very manipulative, very manipulative, and and which is not the most flattering things I heard about a guy like that. So I I, I don't know who would coach under those conditions. I don't know who mm. will come in and not fear the lynch mob that is Tennessee Volunteer Twitter, led by crazy-ass Clay Travis. I don't know who <laughs> want to face that. But you know what? I'm all about train wrecks. I love a good train, great train wreck, which makes this Tennessee conundrum more so entertaining as hell to me. Mm-hmm. I heard people say on Tennessee Volunteer Twitter, and on Sports Talk Radio, bring Lane Kiffin back. I'm like, why the hell not? They both deserve each other. They're both train wrecks. Why, why, why go down to why not see that train wreck happen again? Why? But that would, <laughs> would Lane put himself in that situation, though? I don't even know if Lane would do Lane that to himself. <clears throat> I don't wow. think Lane gives a damn at this point. I think Lane Kiffin has run out of bleeps to give a long time ago. I think he, he ran out of bleeps to, to give a long time ago. You see the way he tweaks Slick Saban on Twitter? He trolls yeah. him every time he has a chance to. He even trolled to yeah. the team last year. He, he runs, <laughs> I mean, say what you want to about him failing up in life, but dude has no bleeps to give. And there's something, to be admirable. There's something admirable about that. I mean, it's like you, yo, look, I'm comfortable being me. I know I messed up. I know I'm, I, I I did my some scripture things at Alabama. But you know what? 
I don't give a damn. I'm me. I'm Lane Kiffin. <laughs> you are not. That, that's, he, he has that attitude. So I might, even though I think it will end in disaster, if Lane does go back to Tennessee, I think it will end worse than it did the first time around. But yeah, shoot, why the hell not? Why the hell not? <laughs> it's not like anybody else is worth a damn who will go there unless they're really desperate for a payday. And that payday wouldn't be enough. Why not? Why not? And this is but, all self-imposed. Yeah. This is all self-imposed yeah. oh, by, the, totally by the fan base, too. Totally yeah. self-imposed. I agree. They're just, they're just stupid. They're very stupid. I mean, oh. go out to go out of the great shell of a stuff that pretty, was merely hearsay. And after he was thoroughly vetted by Tennessee and Ohio State when, when uh, his boy, uh, uh, um, um, oh, God, uh, Urban Meyer bought him, bought him into D.C., Defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. they vetted him. Even Rutgers, when he coached there, they vetted him. So if no one said boo about him then, why bring up all this hearsay, he said, he said, he said crap now? It's just stupid. It's just a, such a cluster bleep right now there. It's, 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 it's a total trip. But, again, to your point, Tennessee, the fans and the crazy-ass unreasonable fans brought on themselves. And mm-hmm. You know what? God, God bless you. God speaks to them. I'm just saying, I don't think anybody's worth it ever coming coach that team. I don't think Team Mom wants to come and coach that team. Because, shoot, what if he starts, what if we have some corrupt Oh. So, yeah. Exactly. I mean, hell. Who, who, again, no one's going to coach there. So, it'll probably be like Bueller himself who's going to coach. I, I, don't, I don't know at this point. <laughs> um, last but not least, we'll get you out here on this, man. You saw Monday Night Raw, right? Yes, Raw's War. I'm talking about Monday Night Football. Oh um, yeah, Raw's War, uh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when when I mean that wasn't football we watched. You know, I'm a Steelers fan, right? And every, I and, yeah. I and I was wearing my Steelers hat all week this week, just trolling the hell out of Bengals fans, walking around downtown with my hat on. I mean, hell, I'm six foot four <laughs> inches, two twenty five. <laughs> what, what are they gonna do to me? Not a damn thing. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just that watching that game. And God bless. First of all, prayers for Brian Say Shazier. That's some scary uh-huh. stuff that happened. Him, his legs, his legs just flopped over like that as he grabbed his back. Ooh. Scary. But thankfully, they say it's a spinal contusion is not as bad as it looks. And apparently, yeah. he's getting feeling back in his in his lower extremities, which is great news. Great news. Um, I mean, how about those shots? At the shots, at the shots delivered. Monday night. I mean, I mean, you know, uh, uh, um, um, Joe Mixon getting knocked out with a concussion, mm-hmm. and and uh, 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 Adrian. I mean, Adrian Antonio Brown getting a headshot in the end zone, which I thought was a football play. I didn't think that much of it was much to do about nothing, but people <clears throat> misconstrued that. Yeah, people misconstrued that as a retaliation shot that of of, of Vontez Burfitt took on that of the of the uh, of that block from Juju Smith Schuster, which I don't know, Scott. I it could have been. It, it could have been. been, but it, 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 it was still done within football rules. It just happened yeah, to be it was football that, play. Yeah, it, but it just happened to be that that was the wrong time for that type of play in that chippiness of a game. It it it. it, 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 it I'm, I'm glad that the, 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 the suspension was, was rescinded for him, 
But yeah, it, it yeah. was it was a football play, but just the timing of it was was ooh yeah yeah. Yeah, I get the timing of it and everything, but I think if if Juju hadn't stood over Vontaze, and I don't like anyone standing over. I mean, I, I think he was wrong, and he said himself he was wrong for that. For standing mm-hmm. over, you don't stand over a dude who just knocks out cold like that. You, you just don't do that. that. That's a fight, but the melee wouldn't happen. But yeah, it is. the block itself, I didn't have a problem with it, especially the person who was done too. That same ninja <laughs> had been cheap shotting folks all his entire career, especially the Steelers, for some reason has a fetish, a, a cheap shot fetish when it comes to, to, to like my Steelers. Right? Mm-hmm. But the funniest part in the locker room after the game with Juju was apologizing on camera and you heard someone yelling, Karma. 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 <laughs> karma. <laughs> and you heard the players say, Karma. Karma. You think that people in the field locker room were giving Juju hell for that? Hell no. They love that dude. No. That. Especially the the yeah. guy who they took out. He took out. A rookie took out Vontas, the big bully on the block. And you know well, what? Two things on that. Though? Yeah, go ahead. What's that? I was no, going to no, say, no, well, no, you no. know that was that was A.B. That, yep. that was yelling out karma. Yeah, right, right, right. And yeah, the exactly. other thing real quick, I don't think Vontas was hurt. I, I think he may have been faking it. Because if you notice... Right after Juju hits him and stands Mm -hmm. over top of him, the first thing that Vontez does, he he kind of sits up a little bit and proceeds to attempt to push Juju off of him. Now, I don't know if that's just adrenaline or what, but for him to Mm -hmm. have have been placed on a stretcher and, and on a neck stabilizer, I don't know that that's the first thing I'm gonna do in that situation, if I'm hurting that bad. If I'm hurting that bad, I'm just going to go ahead and just be like, yo, uh, I can't move. But, yeah, he, he made, excuse me, he made an attempt to swat at Juju to get him off of him, which leads me to yeah. believe, man, I don't know how much I, I, I trust that he was uh, uh, really that hurt. And plus, once he got into the tunnel, with the reports were saying that he was asking to be taken off of the stabilizer. So I, yeah, I, that was the side talking. I, I, yeah, I think so, it was the uh, side talking. Yeah, I think it's probably uh, but after Brian Tess got hit, you know there was like little to no sympathetic tweets or thoughts about that dude. That's how much yeah. he was hated in this league. That's yeah. how much he was hated, and it's like he can't. He does one little thing, which happens when you do have a history. Even one little thing that's innocuous, like brushing the superficial aside, not even reading to shove him, gets fired from sportsman like kind of a touching this issue. Even though he's trying to brush him aside <laughs> early season. That's just, that's just funny to me. That's funny to me, but yeah. But one thing I want to say about that is the inequity of the, of, of the, of the, of the suspension of the punishments. Now, go back to when, uh, um, when, when uh, A.J. Green in Jacksonville just, 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 just WWE'd Jalen Ramsey from the back. <laughs> he couldn't take up him anymore. Threw him to the ground and kept punching him. Kept yeah. pummeling him. Even though helmets are undefeated, he kept setting something from pummeling him, that dude. And Jalen Ramsey's about that life, man. 
Jalen Ramsey was what what they they say was trying to get at the the, the Cincinnati locker room to 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 to, to look for for AJ. Wow. He wanted a piece of him. He wanted dudes about that life. He may be sassy as hell and everything, but dudes about that life. He, he <laughs> was about that life. But notice that none of those two guys were suspended. AJ Greenwood Mm-mm. was not suspended for it. And he started a fight. Now you go yeah. back to um the New Orleans game, the New Orleans Tampa game. Remember was it was it Mike Mike Evans who like shoved Lattimore? After yeah. Lattimore got thrown the sidelines with uh your boy Jameis. Mm-hmm. He got a game for it. Now you now let's fast forward to what happened in Buffalo with with Gronkowski when after he like his man got get, like nabbed the interception, he just another wrestling move, another WWE move, wound up his elbow, elbow with the iron cast, and came down on dude's head when he was lying down on the sideline. Cowboy Bob for them. Yep. Yes, basically. I mean, he did a Dusty Rose <laughs> move. Remember that 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 Bionic elbow. elbow. elbow yes, dude? sir. Yes. Uh-huh. He did the people's elbow on that dude. Just, he just came down and just on the backside of his head, the most vulnerable part of the person, and 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 he got nailed for one game. Mm-hmm. Juju Smith-Schuster on a crap that block during the game. Not, yeah. Not 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 uh, outside the uh, of the rules, but during the game action, live game action, mm-hmm. gets popped for one game. I don't get. It. You punish you for the same thing you punished Gronk for. I, I don't get yeah. that. To me, Gronk should have been caught for at least two games. If you, I mean, that's like it's not a football move that he did. He won the fight. No, that it was dude. very intentional. He, he started yeah. that dude. So and he he said it himself. He was pissed that dude was holding. Yeah, him. he was holding him the entire game, and he got an interception off of them because he was being held, and they didn't call it. So he got mad and just. People elbowed him when he was on the yeah. sideline. I, 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 this is a lot of beef I have with Roger Goodell in the NFL front office. You just got to be – just be consistent. Same with the college football playoff committee. Be consistent. Just yeah. be consistent. You know what? Just like the football committee, my word other than consistency, transparency yeah. again. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to yeah. that. And let me explain That's why. This is why I understand. It is. And, and, and like Sesame Street or people just play house, fans, listeners, you can go ahead and yell every time you hear me say transparency. So um, my thing is this. Had the, the, the commission or the league came out and said, you know what, we went ahead and we suspended Juju not because of what he did, but when right. he did it. The, the, the way that mm. the game was going, it was slowly starting to get out of hand. We understand that that is a football play, but that a chippy play at, at best. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, and that's just the fact of, of what he did, but how he did it by standing over top mm. of the man after yeah. doing so, that right. was the reason why he was suspended. It was how the, the game was going, the reputation of that game. Because you got to remember the last two games in which they played in, we're extremely chippy. So you, you add that up to where we are now, and then and then to the, the have the audacity to stand over top of them, history had a lot to do 
with with that suspension. I understand right. it. I don't like it, but I understand no. it. So he, he he has to be a little bit smarter than that. Both teams have to be a little bit smarter than that when they come to play. Now, I understand we 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 can't be hypocritical as fans though to say that we like the physicality of the game, but also be concerned over players' health because of the physicality of the game. You can't right. suspend these guys because they're being over-physical, but we want them to be over-physical. It's, 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 a, it's a weird dynamic that we're in wanting that to happen. Right. And, and, and I'm actually one of those people who like it when they're being over-physical. I miss those days of watching Baltimore-Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yes. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Oh, Pittsburgh, you see the yeah. Pittsburgh, Houston. You see the common denominator there? But I'm not, I digress about that right there right now. <laughs> but it just happens to be that I, 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 I like that, but they have to also be conscious and aware that it's, it's, as much as there is a, a section of the fan base that likes it, there is still yeah. – the rest of the fans that have problems with it, so they they, they gotta they gotta they gotta be cognizant of that when, when they do it, and 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 know that something's gonna come down on them when it happens. Unfortunately, Dwayne, you brought it, brother. You brought it hard. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Let's do it again next week. Lots to talk about next week as well. So maybe let's Ooh. do the good crap and let's college football. Maybe maybe we'll find out who coach Tennessee next week. Who knows? But Appreciate that, man. <laughs> no diggity. Here. No doubt. Right, peace. That's peace. my guy, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on Sleeps Radio every Tuesday night here on Baltimore Radio, as well as uh, check out the sports blog, um, the yard slash HBCU Sports, where he raps about all things HBCU Sports. Thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. It's the Clown Hour with Scott Burke signing off. Peace and hair grease. Oh, six. Night.